Hey friends, welcome to our podcast, Confessions of Two Women Over 40. Debbie and I are two certified life and wellness coaches who have come together to bring our different perspectives on a variety of topics. If you enjoy listening, please remember to subscribe so you'll know when each new episode comes out. And then don't forget to share it with at least a couple of your friends. If you want to know more about us, please come check us out on our fun and inspiring Facebook groups. Debbie's group is Eat Right In, like the letter N, Fit for the number four, not the word, life. So her group is Eat Right In Fit for Life. And mine is called Healthy Habit Warriors. Okay, enjoy the show. Good evening, Debbie. How are you today? I'm good, Jaylin. Yay! It's Christmas time. It is whatever holiday you're celebrating, right? That is true. It is holiday time. So Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas, Christmaka, all of of the things. And actually, that's a good thing you're mentioning that because that is what we are talking about today is the holidays. And sometimes, unfortunately, the holidays are not so holly for everybody. So We're going to just dive into that a tiny bit today. I love it. I want to share with you something really funny that I did. Yes. So because I'm mail carry and it's so busy right now, I'm doing like 10 to 12 hour days, six days a week, and I don't have time to decorate the house. And I'm driving around all day seeing all these beautiful homes. They're nicely decorated and all these things. And I'm like, I've got nice stuff in my garage, but I have no time to set it up. I have nobody to help me. So I tell the kids one day, I just, I thought about this and I was like, I will bring you guys dinner home tonight if you go out and decorate the front of the house. Wow. (laughs) I came home and there's lights on the house. There's some gingerbread men out there and all kinds of stuff. And I came home and it just, it made me feel so good driving up to this, you know, decorated house. It's like, oh, That's so nice. It's nice when the kids do it too. I I feel I don't know, like the ki- my kids are only you know seven and ten, but they put like every ornament on the tree. Like I set the tree up and kind of fluffed it. We have a fake tree, and so and the lights are already on it, which is kind of nice. And but right. they did every single ornament except for like a few of the tall branch ones that I did. But they like literally did every single ornament, and they I mean we literally had Christmas music playing in the background, you know, and it yes. was, and they love it. They absolutely just love that. My son plugs in the tree every morning and every day. If it's not plugged in, it's a magical time for them. I love that. And we do the same thing over here, but we do it on Thanksgiving. So while I'm busy cooking this beautiful, great, big, huge Thanksgiving dinner, I'm like, okay, it's time to go out into the garage and pull the tree in and all the decorations. And of course, they're but after they get it done, it's like something beautiful and magical and Our elf, you know, is in a different place every day. (laughs) Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, and and I'm the same way too. Do you guys have any elves that come to your house, Jalen? We do. We have, um, I believe her name is Sprinkles McSparkly or something, Twinkles McSparkly, something like that. I I forget her name that she was named by, but something. And uh, yes, she has not arrived yet. Um, but uh, the kids are anxiously waiting her arrival. So yeah, you know, and that's a good point you bring up. Like even me, I'm, I was a little bit, you know, I just moved in this house, as most everybody who listens knows. Um, 
I too kind of was like, eh, Christmas. It means you get all the stuff out and I got to put all back away and it's only out for like a couple of weeks. And I'm just like, I kind of begrudging. I was like, ugh, it sounds a lot and overwhelming. And sometimes that's what the holidays are for a lot of people. It's like, instead of this, like I said, holly kind of time and magical, amazing thing, it's like, it's a lot of overwhelm a little bit. It's like, oh, I got to decorate and I got to make these cookies. Oh, and I got to make the gingerbread houses. Oh, and I have to do this cookie exchange. Oh, and I have to put up these and I have to, I have to, I have to. And, have to. And, it, and it quickly in our head becomes, you know, just that, that overwhelm and it takes a little bit of the holly out of the holidays. Yeah. And it makes you want to go, oh, I just can't wait for these, the holiday to be over, you know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, and that's a big thing for a lot of people. And I think that, you know, one of the things I want to touch on is that even as me who has young children, like I said, all the magical things are still there and Santa and Elf. And I, I've already learned that, you know, just uh, picking a few of those magical moments, it doesn't have to be everything. I don't have to take them to see every Christmas thing that's happening around town. I don't have to do okay. 17 versions of gingerbread houses with them. I don't have to bake 30 different versions of cookies. I don't have to. It's just the quality versus the quantity that I've really learned to grasp to help me at least with that kind of overwhelmed feeling. And it doesn't have to be every Christmas decoration I have out or either share or whatever. And it's just like, okay, and just put a few out then and take the rest of it off my plate and then be like, okay, that's nice. That looks fine. And you know, or one batch of cookies instead of 30. <laughs> I go, I like the cookies. Oh, you know, and I, I made cookies. I said, of course, you know, cause in our house, if you don't believe in Santa, well, she doesn't come. <laughs> I love that. That's hilarious. Yeah, and I think it's, yeah. it goes for um, you know parties too, right? And the and I know a lot of people. I mean, for me, I don't really know anybody here, so it's not like I'm invited to too many holiday parties. But I know for a lot of people, it's like they have their you know, maybe their partner's, you know, Christmas party for the office and then your own Christmas party for some, you know, some type of work. And then it's like a friend's having Christmas party. And then somebody else has a, is having this, you know, it's like, and it's okay to say no to some of those things. And it's okay to say, you know what, I'm just so sorry. If I can't make that tonight and, and move on and just take the guilt out of it. I just think that we get so wrapped up in the holiday of, I think some people like that overwhelmed feeling almost. You know, they just take on so many things. Definitely, for sure. So, and, you know, it, it's, and it becomes harder because the kids have all these school things too. I've got band concert, this concert, that concert, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it's, I think it's hard to juggle it all. Yep. And another thing too that I didn't even think about was because I'm not, you know, so much in the in the workforce kind of like an office, but a lot of people have like, you know, a nine to five or office jobs kind of a thing. They also kind of go on Christmas break and you have to do all of your extra work that you're going to be missing for that time. And so you can get to spend it with your family or travel or do whatever. And you're doing like loads of extra work to get wrapped up before the holidays. I know that work for some people is a lot of pressure as well. So not only are you having that personal pressure, pressure of, oh, great, I get to wrap a million presents and send a million cards and do all these things at home. But I've also got to wrap three weeks of work into one so that I can actually see my family for Christmas. And I know that that gets to be overwhelming for some too. It does. And I'm sitting here thinking about emotionally checking in. It's like, really think about what, whatever holiday you're celebrating, of course, for me as Christmas is, it's like, what is it all about? What does it mean to you? And 
keeping that spirit and remembering that in my heart of what it's about and making sure that I get that across to the kids, that we feel the giving. It's not just about the presents. It's why are we celebrating this holiday? Exactly. And and for some, that's a very, you know, religious, uh, you know, very spiritual, you know, thing that they really mm-hmm. like to grasp that more. For others, it's not. But I think for everybody, just that change of the gratitude and the blessings of what you have and who's around you and what you can be doing for others and having that be that magical holiday part of it. I think when you really grasp that, I think you can really start to enjoy the holiday more than just like you said, the craziness and the presence and all that kind of stuff. But let's talk about the crazy people in the parking garages at the mall trying to get to the sale or... (laughs) Uh, Road rage. Yeah. I live in very small areas, so there's not really, I don't think there's even a parking structure in the towns that I go. Like, I don't think they have those here. So I don't have to worry about those. Oh my goodness. And you're like, this is the time of giving and being grateful and all this stuff. And you're like, somebody's flipping you off and you're like, I'm sorry. (laughs) You're like, Merry effing Christmas. You're like, oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that just, again, showing people, you know, kindness. And I mean, all the time we talk about these things and gratitude and really just that spirit of it's just so much nicer to give than to receive. And if somebody does, you know, take the parking spot you're waiting for, give them the a wave and say, okay, I'll just find another one. Merry Christmas to you. Have a, have a great rest of the day and, and spread, you know, just a little bit of patience and love and Maybe that'll Mm. change their day and they'll be like, oh, wow, maybe I need to check myself and spread that around too. And, you know, we talk about that a lot, but I think now the holiday times, again, people are in that insane mode. I have to get the perfect gift and I have to do these things. And they're just, they're in high drive stress. And I think a lot of people don't like the holidays because of that. As we talk about with other things, a mindset shift just around, I don't have to have all of these things be so perfect or done. And my list doesn't have to be so long. You have the right and the ability to edit it down. And trust me as a mom who, and I'm still in young mom phase, your kids are older than mine, but you can't tell me if you asked your kids, Hey, what did you get for Christmas three years ago? They'd be like, I have no idea. It's like the perfect present. You think you have to get your kids. And I know that's a lot of stress for parents, especially financially when they can't do a lot for their children Christmas time and they want to see that joy. And I know what that that feeling is like and, and wanting to give your kids stuff. But at the same time, it's like, that's not really what's important. And when you teach that to them and they grasp it too, it's definitely harder at younger ages, but really, you know, again, they, they're not going to care in three years. They're not going to remember in a year, probably. I don't even know if I know what I got my kids last Christmas. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I think for our family, I'm the one that gives them like, I give them little like creative gifts. I try to get creative if I see something and I don't start the month of December. I start, you know, way back. If I see something that like a bracelet, you know, that has a special um, saying on it, like an emotional, you know, thing that's empowering for girls mm-hmm. and like, I'll buy it and I'll put it aside and I'll hide it. And, you know, sometimes it's funny cause I'll hide those things and I can't find them yeah. or I forget about them. And then I find them like years oh down God. the road and I'm like, Oh, geez. oh my gosh. My mother was classic for that. It would be like March and she'd be like, Oh, uh, I found one of your presents in the back of the closet. And I was like, what? I know. I was always so mad until I became a mom and I've already done. 
I start wrapping presents of the day. I'm like, oh, I bought this and hid it. I'm like, good thing I found it. <laughs> I was like, seriously. Yeah, I found a few of those already. And I'm like, oh, well, here we go for this year. I'm already started. Oh my gosh, that is too funny. That is too funny. Um, yeah, and then I think their their dad gives them the, the gift cards. So they kind of get the best of both. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. And, and I think kids around your age, I feel like really like gift cards. My, my kids, ki- my 10 year old kind of likes gift cards, you know, because she likes the concept of money and buy her own stuff. But the younger one, he definitely, you know, doesn't have a concept of that quite yet. But right. Yeah. And I just, and I get it that, that again, you want to give your children stuff, but I really have tried so hard to focus in these last couple of years, especially because we moved and we just, again, we didn't have family and these big, you know, things to do. It was just us. And I just, I really picked a few neat things to do with them. Uh, you know, one day of just baking cookies and the cookies don't have to be perfect and they don't have to, they can be silly and they can be yellow Christmas cookies. They don't have to be red and green. And I think we have these expectations in our minds of these ideal perfect settings and cookies and presents and whatever. And sometimes when you just say uh, they don't have to be, it can just, they don't have to be Martha Stewart. Exactly. I'm like, if Martha Stewart's coming to your house and she hates your cookies, well then guess what? Then tell her, yeah, then tell her not to come. (laughs) (laughs) And and I know for me too, that was really hard. Like, I'm like, no guys, that's not how that's supposed to look. And then I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, it can. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. You can put brown frosting on gingerbread. <laughs> I don't care. Totally. It doesn't matter. I know. Yeah. I've learned- uh, here's a great a great one. All right. Yeah. I used to do this with um, Lexi's friends well, and the dance team. And I'd invite them over. And it's usually on a November night sometime. We're getting ready for the holidays. And I take them outside. And you can go to Bahama Breeze if that's available anywhere around you guys. And you go to Bahama Breeze and you can buy uh, snowballs. And they make snowballs for you. So I would take them out into the street, her and her friends, and I'd put like the seventh graders on one side and the eighth graders on the other side. And I'd go, ready, set, go. And they had to like run in and they'd grab the snowballs and they'd have a snowball fight. <laughs> like real snow snowballs? Like real snow. Yeah. Like, cause they do the shaved ice Bahama Mama and it's, um, Got it. You know what I'm saying? So they make snowballs and they put them, if you just bring like a um, the thing you pack cold drinks in, hello? Cooler, a cooler. <laughs> a cooler, yes, that thing. <laughs> they will give you a cooler filled with snowballs. That I've never heard of that, but that's very interesting. Yeah. See, we, we live in Kentucky, so I don't have to fake it anymore. I can just go, it'll, it'll be, we had a white Christmas last year, so we just went out and threw snowballs. <laughs> Not to rub it <laughs> Exactly. In. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you live in Las Vegas exactly. or somewhere, you know, exactly somewhere in Florida, and you have to pay for the snowballs. They also have little. I tell you that my friend Josh gave them uh, the fluffy, the like huge, big, fluffy white snowballs. My kids yes. play with them all the time. They love those. They have snowball fights like weekly, like for, and they've had them I for years, it. and it's one of their favorite toys. And it was like you know eight bucks or something, and they love it. So even the fake ones, like cottony, are fun. So. <laughs> I'd love it. So one of the other things uh, I wanted to bring up was I know that for the holidays, another thing for people is that sometimes we've lost loved ones. And I know that especially probably in the last, uh, you know, couple year or so, um, there's been a lot of loss in a lot of families due to the C word. We won't need to say it. And I think that for some people that just, you know, the holidays really, again, a lot of times they maybe they have memories of being with those people and families and gatherings and to just, you know, really sit with that kind of grief for a moment and re- and just try to, again, remember that 
we loved them. We had great memories, you know, with them. If you definitely need to be sad, it's okay to be sad. If everyone else is jolly and singing and dancing and you need a moment to just be sad and remember those times, and, and that's okay. And I think people are like, ha- they feel pressure. I know I read a lot, a few articles that said, man, a lot of people feel, feel pressured to feel merry and they'll Merry Christmas and Holly Jolly and everybody's so happy and singing. And it's like, I don't feel that way. And that's okay. Be in your own grief for a minute. Remember those things, be sad. Now, if you feel like you can't get out of that moment, then my suggestion is to talk to a friend, uh, maybe a therapist, you have one, uh, a community, a church member, you know, wherever that is for you and say, you know what, man, I have the blues. I have, I'm sad. I miss my grandma, aunt, cousin, sister, brother, you know, whatever it is. I, I lost them. And I just, it, it's really sad around this time. And never be afraid to take the pressure off you that you have to be this happy, jolly, go lucky person just because other people are singing Christmas songs. Sure. So, and something else I read about that, and I don't think, I think living, talking about living in Vegas, I, don't, I know you probably don't ever had to think about this, but a lot of uh, people just get kind of sad in the winter in general because of sunlight issues. It's much darker earlier, you know, in the evening and things like that. A couple things I, I read were like, well, try to be outside if you can in the middle of the afternoon at some point, even if you're in an office, go outside on maybe a lunch break or something like that. And really just still try to get a little bit of that sunshine because really the winter blues is a real thing. The other really neat thing I liked about that was that if you're inside and it's kind of cold and gloomy and stormy kind of out or whatever, like really almost embrace that time of, of like a quiet and just kind of like, okay, well I can go put my fuzzy warm clothes on. I can read a good book. I can have some hot tea. And instead of it being this, ugh, it's cold and dreary and I'm sad out, then just have a, a different mindset shift about those things and see if that can kind of snap you into a different place. I love that. And that's kind of what I do. You know, this week has been really hard on me just working and so many hours and I'm doing so many extra stuff on top of it that I'm physically draining myself. So I've actually, my other podcast did not get posted today. And you know what? I've had to sit back and say, you know what, Debbie, it's okay. Mm -hmm. I have it. Mm -hmm. It's just not edited. Mm -hmm. And I needed to rest. Mm -hmm. I went to bed last night at 6 p.m. Wow. I needed that. I get up at 3 a.m. Oh my gosh. And I needed those hours. You know what I mean? And it's like, you have to just say to yourself, okay, prioritize what is really important. You know, I do my best at everything that I do. But you know, sometimes you just have to sit back and go, it's okay not to be perfect. It's okay. Yeah. And just like even at Christmas time, we talked about that editing down, but even I, you know, all the time, and it's okay to say, I can't cook dinner tonight. You you guys need to, we're having peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for dinner. There you go. You know what? No one's going to die from that. I promise. I don't think any, well, maybe some frozen things. waffles. Or for, you don't even know how many times we have frozen waffles. <laughs> now they're, really healthy. they're really healthy, awesome, high protein frozen waffles, but frozen waffles. <laughs> And the potato cakes you buy and whatever. And I'm just like, you know what? That's dinner. And sometimes it's just a long day, busy day. And and you know what? Nobody dies in my house from that. Nobody says, wow, you're you're not getting the mom of the year award. There's many other That's reasons right. I'm not getting that award. <laughs> so frozen wolves going to be it. And I think for you, it's just like, you know, you, you, you work such a, a physical, physical job and now crazy hours, you know, milk and packages and this, the craziness that is right now, your self-care really has to be heightened right now for sure. 
because you are really, you deliver so much, you know, physical and mental stuff all during the day, literally. Absolutely. So Definitely. just, it, it's called prioritizing. Just yep. that's where I'm at. Yeah. Ding. Even that little ding said, yep. Ding, ding. <laughs> that was a good idea. Ding. Yeah. And, and, and really that was kind of a, a lot of the things that I read about, like I said, it was just about the overwhelm, the jam packed schedules, even with work or personal or whatever. It was just about, like you said, prioritizing, like, okay, I don't have to do these hundred things, but I really want to do these three. And I'm going to prioritize those to get those done, whether it's work or personal or time with your kids or amount of things you're doing for the holidays or whatever. It's okay to edit and it's okay just to say no. You just have to say no to some things. I mean, everybody says that. So it's okay to say no to not buying every gift that your kid wants on their Christmas list. It's okay to say no to not going to every party. It's okay to say no to people that are like, hey, come to my party and then you need to get out of the house and you need to be happy and sing with me. And you're just like, I don't feel like it. I don't want to. And that's okay. Be okay with it. That's that, that's the gist of this podcast. Be okay with it. I love it. Yes. So tonight was very, very fun. Yeah. Quick and easy. I think like we said too, that sometimes even though you're not in the holiday spirit yet, um, maybe just finding that one little thing that can put you in the spirit or doing one tiny thing just to see if that can shift that mindset for you and get a, get a little bit in the holiday spirit just to lift your mood. So easy fixes, right? I love it, Jalen. Good. Well, we will talk again soon. Maybe one more podcast before the end of the year. We'll talk about probably maybe wrapping up the year with goals or resolutions and things and what that kind of looks like for habit change like we talk about as coaches. And maybe that'll be our next podcast. That's exactly where I was going as well. So perfect. We're so wise. All right, girl, we'll chat soon. Okay. Thanks, Jalen. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay. Thanks so much for listening to this week's podcast. Remember, don't forget to help us inspire so many others and hit that follow button and then share this with a couple of friends. Also, make sure you check us out on our Facebook groups. Debbie's group is Eat Right In, like the letter N, Fit for Life. And my group is Healthy Habit Warriors. Thanks again for tuning in and tune in every other Monday for new topics. Bye for now.